Hello and welcome into the Sora Data Game Week 415 preview. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on Sora. Joined once again by Quinny to break us down into the weekend game week of international play. Quinny, we do have a few double game weeks though, which I still haven't decided if that's good or bad. I like that you have, you know, two bites at the apple, but also nothing for the midweek. How do you feel about the double game weeks when it comes to Sora? I'm really glad they've made the NBA rules in that sense because if you are kind of keeping the internationals at arm's distance, it makes it so much easier. You're just like, oh, great, there's two games. <laughs> just one just one will do, you know, that'll be fine. So I kind of like it. Yeah, it is kind of nice because I feel like a lot of times during these international games, if there's like one really lopsided match, maybe they rest guy, you know, certain players that you might need. And this gives you the safety of knowing, well, at least they'll they'll have the good one. Unfortunately, I feel like sometimes... When you have guys from smaller nations, they will play their best players. I don't mean like really small, but kind of those medium ones where they'll play their best players against the tough opponent. And you're like, no, 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 go play Malta. I don't want you to play Spain. <laughs> but it is what it is. Thank you everyone yeah. for joining. Looks like uh, SR Monkey is in hardly sad reflection of your life. It's, this is all uh, entertainment and fun. You're just having fun. That's all. Good Place is second saying the only... Uh, type of podium I'm ever going to see during an international break, which is how I feel for myself. Kevin Hurd completing the podium. Gator guy, what's up? Uh, we've got It's Wilson as well. Good, well, it's morning for me. I guess morning for Wilson as well. Um, and oh man, so Ramamba, the upside of breaking my arm, sat on the sofa ready to do go with nothing but time. Ooh, sorry to hear that. That's ouch. Mm, ouch indeed. Charlie, what's up? Reese is here from Singapore. Here we go about that. Love it. Ricky, hello. Chani hates the internationals. I bet you hate tier two super rare rewards more than internationals, though. Um, uh, GG's, Chani. <sighs> As someone who is... Oh, you went down. <laughs> As someone who has gotten some super rare disappointment in rewards, it's I'm, w I'm with you on this one. No, no reason to be uh, excited or thankful. You can be upset. Yeah. And it's a uh, super rare rewards are a, a fickle mistress, you know, uh, for the the highs and the lows and the, the rough diamonds and all the rest of it. But that was definitely a sore one, Chani. I was buzzing to see uh, a beast of reward come out and yeah, gutted that you're not buzzing with it. I know, you know, that it wasn't a good one to be buzzing about, you know. Who knows, Chani? You could be on a podium one day with those cards, although I think you sold one already, so, <laughs> so maybe not. But hopefully those are just the beginning of a story of a very fruitful couple of months. That's it. Ammunition into the wallet. There you go. There you go. All right. Game week 415 this weekend starts in, what do we got here? 49, 48 hours and 56 minutes. But that's only for awesome. those of you who are live. Everybody else is catching up. So I don't know when it is. Quinny, Northern Ireland, the top favorite of the game week. Let me see if we do we even have. We have oh, okay. We don't have all the odds. Because I was like, man, that's, but although they are really, really strong odds. I think, oh, I guess, I'm guessing all of these are the ones, that, the odds we do not have are probably the second matches of these double game weeks that we have. Um, sure. But 94% to win at home against San Marino. Do you have a Northern Ireland stack that you can play? I don't have any players, but I do think they've got, the, they've got a goalkeeper. I think we've got a card for now. And I think they've got a few other bits and pieces. When I see that, the first thing that comes into my mind is I will be very disappointed if Nellis is not in attendance at this game. Because uh, it is Nellis territory, Northern Ireland. So he should be he should be there 
uh, I hope it's San Marino with some sort of Northern Ireland stack, you'd think, um, trying to give away some shark diving or some good stuff like that. So <laughs> good to see Northern Ireland top of the top of the hit list. Uh, but I'm not too sure they'll be heavily stacked, but San Marino's a plum fixture. Yeah, Italy home against Malta will probably be more stacked. Uh, I was yeah. in a bit of a conversation about uh, Berardi today because Berardi mm. is like, I believe he actually might be first now. He might be the best player in our game right now, according to L15. Let me see here. It looks like Jude and James Ward-Prowse have passed him, but Domenico Berardi, top forward. And he's not really locked for Italy, which is kind of crazy, but it's, I feel like it's crazy, but also one of those things that we're, maybe we not necessarily overrate players, but we have a higher standing of players just because they're good at, at SO5. But if I remember correctly, Italy have two matches over this break. And this is the situation. Do they not have two? I don't see them coming up otherwise. I thought they had two. Because there was talk I of think like they made two. They if they don't play their top starters against Malta, then it's like maybe Berardi plays against Malta. And if you get Sassuolo Berardi playing for Italy against Malta. Guaranteed 100, right? Basically. Yeah, I'd go along with that big time. I was just having a look at the last two uh, formations that Italy have put out because they've changed manager. Um, I think we probably spoke about it on the deadline show on the last transfer window, uh, on the last deadline stream of internationals, but Mancini left to be the Saudi Arabia manager and they've got the Napoli league winning manager now in Italy. So he's much more attacking. So see, looking at the last like two front threes, they started against Macedonia with Immobile, who's not in the squad. Zaccagni of Lazio, who's fine, Politano. From the bench, they use Zaniolo, Raspadori, and Nonto. They're all fine, whatever. Nonto's not in this squad. He was used from the bench in both games. Yep. Um, and like you say, Raspadori and Zaniolo started the second game. So it's that kind of rotation thing you're talking about again. Maybe one set of them start one match, and the other set starts the second match. But with there being no Nonto and no Immobile, and for how attacking, you know, like Politano started one game. Zaniolo, Raspadori, they only started one game each. He's not discovered this front three. Yeah. Berardi's like as solid as it gets, you know, like really in a lot of, in a lot of metrics. So, yeah, I'd be really surprised to see if Berardi doesn't have a great international window. I didn't realise he was in the squad and fought, I didn't really think about him until this, but looking at the standing of it, attacking manager, looking to establish a new front line, Malta. Cool. Let's so, <laughs> yeah. So they play away to England uh, next midweek. So Ooh. they do not have a double. But again, if you're surely you hope that Malta is where your players are playing and not, I mean, yeah, you don't want them to play, not that you don't want them to play the England game, but you're not putting your it Italian players in hoping for a huge result in, uh, or at least a huge SO5 score against England than you are against Malta. So we've got Bosnia, Herzegovina, Denmark, Portugal as the top five, along with Northern Ireland, Italy, as the top five favorites that we have so far. And then, oh yeah, MLS is playing. Why not? Yeah. FC Dallas home against Colorado. This is, and then we've got La Liga Smart Bank. I believe there's Argentina and Brazil playing as well. And yep, I messed this up last time. Colombia. Colombia may have some matches here. That's right. Um, huge apologies to everyone when I misspoke last week saying that, or earlier this week, two days ago, 
that it was Peru playing midweek. It was Colombia. But one thing with MLS is always the, you have to check to see if there are guys who happen to leave for international duty. It's not yes. always the easiest thing to find. And so just if you do have Dallas players, just make sure you check on that. But yeah, th this is the quintessential so rare thing. Quinny, would you rather have guys from FC Dallas, the Bulgarian national team, or Ibar? <laughs> I'd probably take the Dallas guys, uh, to be honest with you. I, I, I do think, but like with international ones, you, I, I've had club guys play international windows a few times myself, and they're so easy to just like write off and discount. And it's because like you don't really know what those teams are going to be doing for the most part. I think with the MLS ones in particular, you would really need to check the table to see where both of them are standing, but um, they can be quite overlooked. And when you open the game week up, they could be a nice wee welcome surprise that, oh, cool, I've got another goalkeeper or uh, something to that effect. Um, so, yeah, I, I would be quite glad to have some Dallas guys because you know who will be playing and it's kind of a bit more of a known quantity. Yes. And then if you can just sprinkle in a wee bit of international, you know, a wee Denmark against Kazakhstan or a wee Atlegas Malta, then that, that's the beginning of a team, isn't it? Or a podium, maybe. Yeah. It... It is one of those funny parts of it. I believe I have a goalie from playing in Argentina this week for this game week, but not, and then the rest are international players. I don't, I don't have a ton of lineups over this break, despite this long list of matches. Um, so we'll see, but the, let's see what else we have. We have Belgium home against Sweden, uh, Ukraine against North Macedonia. That should be a heck of a match. Um, and then I nothing else like screams out like something that you need to really focus on. Let's just check. This is just, it's just La Liga Smart Bank. Yeah. Okay. I bar the biggest favorite. Who is that? Uesca? Sure. I got nothing on La Liga Segunda Division. You got anything? Uh, no, I've not been following it too much. But the good thing about that division is it's, see with the, the, like all the division twos, they're all good kind of tropes of what you think the stereotype of the football is in that league, generally, if you know what I mean. So in the Liga Two, low scoring, clean sheets, you know, maybe some AA for some set piece guys here and there. Bundesliga two, it's helter skelter, end to end. Anything could happen for any team. Um France, just a bunch of wonder kids everywhere and you know, whatever. So I, I like that kind of known kind of like I don't mind seeing people tell me, Oh, I'm starting out and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I quite like the, these divisions as being like little prototypes of, oh, you could get a good defence out of that league or you can get a good attack from that league or, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I'm not excited about them, if you know what I mean, but I do like the kind of the, the wee place that they, they live in. So as I was sitting here in the chat looking, I see uh, one, two, three, Ziki Zaki sitting here with a Leganes collection all hyped up. Leganes, the second biggest favorite home against uh, Emer Amore. No, that's going to be Italian. Emer Bieta? Emer Bieta? I don't know. Sounds best, good. Best attempt there. But yeah, I feel like you probably play that in second division or cat modes, given the what we see here <laughs> with a number of highly – like there are plenty of players from Denmark and Portugal and Italy and Belgium that have so rare cards that those guys will be in lineups and it's going to be tough to compete against them with a Leganes stack. 
You'll probably find that region as well has got a decent payout ratio because also it's like a lot of the teams are actually playing versus like the headcount and all-star and stuff like that. See some cock in the chat about a new homepage here for so rare. So um, yeah, here it is. I've had this for, I've had this since Sunday. Ooh, check oh, me out. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, Let's see. Do I have any? Click way on the burger. To... Click on the burger layer. That's where the magic begins. Oh, I, I have seen this before. Yeah, this this has been around, but it was almost like impossible to find it. But man, the fact that it says my club and the burger there, I just. Like, <laughs> I mean, Absolutely love it. Um, all right, let's check out these prizes. I hope, okay, thank God this is the same. Second division, 59 rewards for uh, second division rare, including a star for first place. That seems pretty good to me. Yeah. 59 to, to have basically, where did I, oh, now I've lost them. There we go. Basically the whole league, but a single league there. That seems fine. I like it. I think if you have yeah. a Lagana stack, you were just walking to a reward in second division. So good luck, Ziki Zaki. Uh, let's see. Asia is empty. We've got America. Like we said, we've got MLS, Colombia, Argentina, and I Ooh. thought, and there's Brazil. Wow. So we have all Look here at Dallas. Run home games. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> you're right. Literally the top, let's call that 10. No, it's going to be more than that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Damn, I was going to say 12, too. Um, top 12 favorites are home, which is a pretty big um, MLS thing anyway, although it's not all MLS. It's a lot of unlicensed Colombian teams. But here's my goalie for the week, Enrique Bologna. So nice. I believe home against Belgrano, I believe that is. Yeah. So MLS-wise, Dallas is the, the biggest favorite, and then Nashville home against the Revs. Carlos Heel might have something to do with that. LA Galaxy home against Real Salt Lake, uh, which is going to be a pretty close match. So it's not a full MLS schedule. It's just a couple games. But it seems like Colombia is certainly full. And then we have partial Argentina and Brazil. Um, is Minero? I don't even think Minero plays. So even, yeah. It's like a decent number of games, but not many cards. Um, Mike Basson sailed Belgrano yeah. won 4-3 against Boca last night, which conceding three is never fun. Um, yeah. That's a game they've played in quick succession, so maybe mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. comes into it also. But yeah, like the Americas, it's it's always very, uh, again, quite tropey, uh, how home-heavy it is, you know. So yeah. Dallas at home at the Rapids, as we mentioned there, there's probably some playoff implications around that. Nashville, I see as well. But RSL had a really good season, but they are locked and loaded now for the playoffs. And we've seen a few teams that when they get into that fourth spot, fifth spot, third spot, they maybe die off, you know, mm -hmm. in that, you know, in this little period of the season. So, you know, just seeing RSL there, I, I don't know, maybe that's a wee banana skin in the waiting. Um, but hey, Nashville. Sir Helen was asking about Joe Willis because of all the Panico talk Panico. from a while ago. <laughs> Panico. <Sure. laughs> Uh, sorry, I will forever hear Quinny trying to make sound like Trip and B and saying Panico whenever whenever I read it. But I do see Willis has started three in a row um, with clean Ooh. sheets in two of those three. I feel like this is one of those situations where you're like, surely he starts and then Panico gets the start and everyone's like, ah. Um, yeah, Sorhan says, I have this question every week. Everyone does. And I don't think there's any real 
real answer for it other than like they're playing well now, getting ready for the playoffs. It seems it seems logical that Willis would continue to start. That's the only way I can put it. And Pablo is saying there are only three games for Argentina because the other ones are for next midweek, which is fun if you have players who did not go on international duty for that. Um, Ziki Zaki said they're going to focus on cap 240, but second division is entered as well. So, yeah, that's what you do with those. Nice. I love it. Love it. Um, so Duffy says Willis has to be the number one. So, like, he had to be the whole time. But then Panico decided not to. Um, Mike Batson said there's a rumor that Willis has re-signed for next season as he's not on the Ooh. expiring contract list, which I assume is never updated accurately. Anyway, nothing in Challenger and Champions. We go back to All-Star. Let's check out some pick scores, Queen. Let's see yeah. who jumps out here. It's going to be... Oh, man. So, Bacchusatis, has he been as great? I don't have one, so I don't know. Like, I know he, like, dropped off a little bit. Man. He's kind of, like, dropped that middle bandwidth, hasn't he? He's just kind of, like, went a wee bit more extreme on the range. Yeah, that's... Huh. I feel like he's never been, like, that wide. Like, I feel like it's usually more Mm. condensed in the dark greens, but now it's almost like we have a maybe an ice cream cone. Yeah, I was going to say, it almost makes like an ice cream cone or maybe a wee face, almost. Yeah, I I was going to say face, but then I, this, I don't have like a chiseled (laughs) chin point to the end, so I thought maybe more of a cone, but anyway. This is the the high impact analysis that you get (laughs) on this Data Game Week preview show. Anyway, Anyway, Bacchusay is number one. Hoyland is up there. This Juan Vargas character. Let's see. Colombia. That's his story. Let's see what this guy's all about. He has no cards. And he just smashes. Oh, has he maybe got National Series cards? I was thinking, what's that picture? Is that Um, what the picture is? Costa Rica. I don't know. I guess so, yeah. Did we have Costa Rica in the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I I can't have us, of course. Joel Campbell or something like that. Oh. That's maybe what that is. It's a sneaky one. Carlos Seal. um, Preview before. We've got whoever this Lozano guy is from just S. Lozano. Doesn't even have a first name. Oh, he's been banging too. Yeah. It's amazing the, the scores you find in random second division players. It is incredible. I think as well, see with all the Opta chat that we get, right, with like some coverage being not good and all the rest of it, <clears throat> I get the feeling the more and more I look at some of these second leagues that these are the up-and-coming Opta analysts, the ones that are trying to do good at their job, you know, and get a wee promotion. They're the ones that they put into these leagues because the amount of actions that these guys get scored for... Crazy! Is, yeah, it's like, yeah, give that detail to Scotland, please. Like, that would be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Do you think that so, the that like second divisions in Spain and France and England and Germany and Italy are the like? Do you think that they get promoted from those leagues to the first divisions in those countries? Like, if you're working in Scotland, you know, if you're doing the Scot Scottish leagues or Belgian or Dutch, 
you have to make your way up to Segunda Division in Spain. And that's why, or is, are the second visions the true starting block where you're just like, look how much I can do. And you're just banging away yeah. on the keyboard, showing everybody's getting duels won and tackles and all this stuff. <laughs> like that's how you get, you start to move up. Yeah. I think it may be the second one. Like I caught this uh, last man tackle and stoppage time. I didn't fall asleep in the 96th minute. I caught it, you know. <laughs> you know, or whatever. It's, it's got to be something like that. But again, I hear people talking about it and I don't think it's that glamorous an environment. You know, it's maybe a bit more um, uh, like factory kind of vibes, you know, where it's a bit more grudgesome, yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Tommy Turtle says, second division is rapidly becoming my favorite league due as a gold mine. It's true. There are some just, some players and some teams like overall that just score a ton. Anyway, let's see what else we got here. Ciao Cancelo. That's a very high for nobody else from Portugal. Oh, there's Ruben Diaz. Okay. Dona Roma Triple Is he a triple A guy for Italy? Like, is he I mean the joke is always that he concedes all the time for PSG, but is he let's see. I think he's got a lot of concedes for Italy, 55 average. Been a while since he's had a clean sheet. Yeah. Malta was the last one in March. It's actually d somewhat tough back to back matches there, Spain and Netherlands. But yeah. Yeah. Any chance Donnarumma gets rested for Malta? I bet nobody has played for Italy since he started, now that I say that out loud. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, yeah. No, no, I think they did. Um... I think some of the older guys have had a cap or two here and there, like when he's been out and stuff. I can't remember who. But Vicario's in the squad and so is Providel. So two 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 guys that could get a cap, you would think. Right. You know. Both had good seasons so far. So hmm. I will forever have a grudge against Providel for replacing Luis Maximiano at Lazio, as if it was up to him. Uh, Alex Wilson is making the call now. Burger mealing uh, big 100 against Spain, which he might need five clearances off the line to get there, but we can still hope. Um, Let's hope so. Biggest for Scotland. Scotland are playing Spain on Thursday. And if we get a draw, we qualify. That's it. We're done already. So we've done wow. so well. Yeah. Like we beat Spain. We've beat, you know, we've done really well. So if we draw against Spain, we are qualified. So. Basically, the other side of that coin is that Spain have done really bad so far in qualifying. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we are playing them, and then Norway are playing them. So this is like a big double header for Spain. Like they really need to. And there's a wee bit of drama going around. I don't know if you've just seen it. If anyone in the comment section wants to chime in, but maybe particularly with the USMNT, you maybe have an opinion on this one, Laird. But Spain are trying to cap tie uh, Yamin Lamal from ever playing for Morocco. They're trying to like sign him, as it were, for the nation. Hmm. And I think the rule is now. Like, they need to get three caps. That was the thing I was reading, is they're pushing it for them to get cap number three, because then it's, like, definitely irreversible. There's none of these yeah. wee loopholes that can be caught at yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he's in the squad. Um, so, yeah, what do you think of Lamal? Is he the real deal? Are Spain being sneaky? Or should they should they cap him? Should they make sure they keep him? It, it seems like there's no reason not to try to cap him, right? Yeah, but do, do you think he will be good enough? So part of the argument is like, if like if you cap time and then never pick him again, he could have played for Morocco. Like yeah, he yeah. is kind of like Moroccan and stuff like that. Don't do that to the kids. Don't like 
screw his life up when he's like 17 or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the number of players who have played as much as he has, and it hasn't, it's not that much, but you just don't see that many play for Barcelona at this age. And like, I feel like it would take a lot for him to not play for Spain if, you know, at some point. The crazy thing is, you could wait four years and he's still only 20. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. I get yeah. it. I get why they'd try. God, he looks so young. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't even say, like, I'm twice his age because I'm actually well more than that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Same. Same. Oh, yeah. Con under 23 until 2032. 32. 2032. Oh. Alex Wilson's asking if he's, he's got one of those July birthdays. He's got one of those July oh, birthdays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got a perfect <laughs> birthday. Oh, my God. How much does he cost? Oh, can he use his That's a so bargain. People, I always give people a hard time when they say, like, oh, I'll have this card for, like, 10 years of utility. I'll let you say it for this card. Yeah. This one, I'm Nine years of under 23. <laughs> Um, that's too good man that's too good we've, we've, uh, last week Laird, we were talking about how well we've done for the internationals and I think we're doing quite well again for this international one that you mean Lamal utility that's a, that's a golden nugget right there can you imagine I mean god that's so far uh, another under 23 Carl Hein backup for Arsenal um, will be playing against Azerbaijan this game week and where was Estonia on the list? They were pretty high, weren't they? Maybe not. I want to go and repeat 43%. That's not that great. But if you have an under 23 goalie, I guess that's what we should do. Let me. <laughs> so this is funny, right? So see, after four games, Azerbaijan have um, scored two, conceded 11. And after five games, Estonia have scored two, conceded 16. So. <laughs> This is, uh, this is, yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> this will be fun for the neutral. I don't know if I'd want a goalkeeper in it, but. <laughs> the first leg was 1-1, though, of these two. Oh, is that the draw they've had then? Yeah, That's both the draw. had the draws yep. against themselves. Oh, got yeah. it, got it. So, well, uh, I mean, yeah. So Estonia conceded three to Belgium, five to Sweden, five to, Be so eight to Belgium in two matches, which, yeah. I mean, nobody's here to uh, give them a hard time on that. They beat San Marino 4-0, four, four beat Malta 2-1 in each leg. Man, what a group. Oh, that's Nations League, not the qualifier, excuse me. But yeah, yeah, qualifiers have not been friendly to Estonia. But as Alex Wilson says, it is hind to shine. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Definitely worth an applause. Okay. Speaking of Carl Hein. <clears throat> Let's see where he. I love this tab. Why is he not even here? Oh, there he is. Not much love for Carl Hein. Um, for a cab rate in the twenty, I think he's pretty good. Surely he should be. I'm guessing part of a lot of it is that he. Well, that's still not bad. He should start. Let's uh, juke these stats a little bit. 
<laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, you can put in a projected lineup right here on any player page. So nice. Um, where were we here? Okay. So we've got, yeah, a lot of very popular goalkeepers here in terms of U23 guys. Diogo Costa, Mamardashvili, Bazunu, Trubin. For Bruggen, he's not going to start though, right? I can't see. Maybe he'll play one of them. See with Courtois being out, you just never know. So if he's in the squad, it'll be between him and Castiles, the Wolfsburg guy. Yeah. He played one of the last windows, one of the games in the last window. So, oh no, no, for Bruggen's Dutch, not Belgian, doesn't he? Yeah, sorry, I beg your pardon. He is Dutch. Yes, he is Dutch. Yeah, it's because he played in Anderlecht. That always throws me off. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I suppose even the Dutch goalkeeper situation is way more open. Nopper's been stinking. Um, and who else is in there? Uh, Bajlo injured. So it's between him and Flecken, really, I think, isn't it? Flecken got the last start. Is that who? Yeah, because Bilo's out. So, yeah, I guess it has been Flecken recently. If you're going on form, it sure will not be Noppert. I don't <laughs> even know if he got called, to be honest, but this guy has been dreadful for Herrenbean. Look at his picture. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly how everyone feels when they see those. <laughs> Look at that picture. It's like he knows. Yeah. It's like he knows. I'm just sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Kev Hurd yeah. and Sora Holland. Sora Holland, I feel like, should know this uh, that Olish could be playing. That's fantastic. It's Rotterdam. I only know this guy because McBride loves him. And McBride is a goalie guru for me. So, yeah, getting capped as well. Fair play to him. Those are really good scores for no clean sheets. Somebody a few months ago offered me Olige for my Muslera, and I didn't do it. And I don't know. Those scores are, I mean, you would, you would like a clean sheet every so often. There's one, and he got straight, straight 60. Do you ever find that when you have goalies who have very good AA, and then they finally get a clean sheet, and it's the day that their AA is awful? Like they yeah. never actually get you 80? It's just always around from 55 to 65. I've had a, I've had a few guys that do suffer from that. Um, but it depends on and like all black's bad for that. So if all black gets a clean sheet, it's probably like 62 or something yeah. like that. But you can do 75 and can see two goals, maybe, you know, depending on the game. Um, or most of the time, it's just 30 you'll bring in or something like that because yeah. Yeah. it'll be the clean sheet game, but they'll concede one crap goal. Uh, so... Yeah, I do feel that. I think like, some of the guys I've been picking up and doing well with recently, like I had Unlimited in this league as well last season for Road to Glory. His name was Vassin. I think he's got a really bad injury or something really terrible happened yes. to him recently. It was a concussion. Um, oh, is that what it was? Um, uh, but when I look at him and this guy, Olage, and we've seen other guys in the Eredivisie, I think Eredivisie is a really good league. If you can get a goalkeeper that doesn't concede free that often, like that's the scores you get because they do, that league is just filled with shots and crosses yeah. and attacking actions so if you don't concede three then you should get the AA but Vassin I think is like if Vassin does get a clean sheet he can hit AA like Vassin's mm -hmm. got a bit of that to him I think so because his team is extra crap you know they've just got that extra pressure on them even if they are going to beat somebody um yeah so yeah bad, yeah, bad form this season that's the problem yeah yeah uh so pointing out also that they play France and Greece in this break one of those matches is much better than the other. I'm just going to put it yeah. like that. 
Um, SR Monkey says, surprise, Sahich hasn't had a price rise yet. Let's see. I think people are done. Oh, that looks like a little bit of a price. Oh, that's a pretty significant one month price rise for the limited. But the rare, yeah, hasn't really moved. I feel like people are not continuing to buy Saudi league players just for internationals. Like they did it for the last game week, but everyone kind of got their guys. And so now there's no, no push every game week. I also thought, I thought I saw somewhere in some discord I'm in that he might not start both games. Do they have two? Yeah. Then he might not start both games. And obviously that just leaves you like, Oh, great. He's going to play against Portugal and not Liechtenstein. But, um, I think the problem with Sehich is he's 35. Like, I do think the Saudi thing plays into it, but, like, being 35, and like you say, if he doesn't play both games, I actually have the number two goalkeeper who plays for St. Pauli, so I hope he does get a cap. That would be fun for me. Um, and he's he's mid-20s, so if you've got a 35-year-old that's just moved to Saudi, and then you've got another goalkeeper that is your number two, I think he has, like, five or six caps already. And, you know, St. Pauli almost got promoted last season. Maybe they get promoted this year. I thought he might have moved in the summer. His name is Vasilj, if anyone doesn't know who I'm talking yep. about. Um, but uh, So, yeah, I think that's maybe why you don't see a price rise for Sehich. I think it would be the same if Craig Gordon was still the Scotland goalkeeper or something. You know, when they get to 35, the window of I could get out on this guy, you know, is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very small. So it's less people take that chance, I think. Yeah. The David Richards says, got a Welsh stack for Cap 240 and going to the game Sunday. Praying Wales Ooh, don't nice. be three or more. It is fun to have. That's that's fun having a stack and going to the match, which that's what Sawyer is all about. David, if you want to like post a picture somewhere of you checking your lineup on Sawyer Data with the app, Ooh. just let me know. Let me know if you can do that. Uh, that could see. possibly yeah. get you. Maybe that could possibly get you some good favor with the Sawyer Data gods. Maybe the AI won't trip you up as much, or maybe it won't have that wee that we that we trip it does, you know, when you don't, <laughs> you don't we'll have set the you up with the, with the legend tier <laughs> that guarantees rewards every game week. That's what that's how we'll do it. That's it. All right. This is the the U23 pick scores. Uh Ooh, Udoge. Yep. Um, I was actually just talking to Gator Guy, who is here in the chat about how Kirchhoff really hasn't been what we thought he would be this year. And yeah. I wonder I wonder what's going on. I don't follow Benfica that much since I don't have him, but the maybe this international break kicks him up a little bit, but yeah, it's been I mean these scores have been dreadful for a player that I think a lot of people thought would be the literally the number one midfield U23 midfielder this year. Yeah, he should have just went there and done what Enzo was doing there or what we've seen. You know, Benfica have had a few midfielders with really high scoring profiles over the last three seasons. Yeah. So I do find it really surprising to see there. Like, there's so many yellows. Uh, so, yeah, that is, a, that is unusual. I think it might be a wee bit of set-piece things, maybe not really in his uh, in his uh, profile anymore. Uh, somebody's asking me to explain something. Sorry, I don't know what he was talking about there. Sorry, I just seen explain Quinny. Uh, about why Kirchhoff is struggling. <clears throat> oh, okay. I, so I, I say I've not watched uh, Benfica, so it's really hard to comment beyond that, but I think maybe the loss of set pieces does something. 
I do think the fact that he is playing 90 minutes all the time probably tells you that the manager likes him, but it's maybe just a bit of a bed and in thing, I guess. He's got significant... So he's got maybe half the corners then, isn't it? Um, I'm guessing that some of those games were when... Di Maria uh, didn't play, maybe. They're just spreading them around. That's the most frustrating thing. But Di Maria, I think, has had a much bigger impact than people thought he would. And so... I think that will wane as the season goes on because he is there for the good times, Di Maria. And it's Champions League group stages now, so you want him playing often and firing. But as the season drags on and they go into knockout tournaments, like, you know, Benfica, you know, they rotate a lot. And a 35-year-old guy like that, they'll they'll keep in cotton wool for big games and stuff eventually. So his contract's up at the end of the season. So maybe that will swing as the season goes on. Let's see. We've got the classic MLS guys, Velasco, Ricky Puj. Uh, Inacio, where they really like that Portugal matchup. Inacio's set to be the next big thing. That's him now getting all the links all of a sudden. I don't know if you've seen all the clubs in England all of a sudden have realized they can play football and they're all going to send offers to Sport in Lisbon now. I feel like he should have left two years ago. Like he's always been very, very good. I was surprised when Poro left before him. And then yeah. I think there was an expectation that they would leave together. And then, yeah, Inacio just like stayed. And it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Quick check of Cap 240, which could be particularly messy given the um, the pick scores. But man, yeah. If you had a Rasmus Hoyland card and he's the top play in U23 or Cap 240, where are you playing him, Quinny? <laughs> uh, yeah, mm, depends on the goalkeeper you've got, really, doesn't it? So just to show how much the pick score loves Bacchusatis is that he's a triple A with a 65 L15. Wow. <laughs> Opponent's score is expected to be 86, but that is credible. Uh, incredible. A bigger problem. Who? Ireland like, can't be that bad. <clears throat> they can't be that bad, right? I mean, they, so this is the problem. My guess is, was this a game where uh, too many had 100? Yeah, they've played two monsters. Yep. <laughs> right, so they've just been playing... Um, playing player like Chumani's probably in that exact same spot. Let's see who the Dutch one was. Frankie de Jong. Um, Gibraltar probably didn't. I bet Bacchusatis had a huge game here. 97.8. Jesus. So it's pretty much, I bet they got lit up by Zellerion. Oh, they didn't. Oh, we held him in check. Someone Oof. finally. Spearstein, but 60. had 60. Yeah, yeah, they just have enough. been playing. I mean, surely Gibraltar didn't have anyone good. Yeah. <laughs> just had to check, but <laughs> yeah, I just had to check, absolutely, just in case. Um, let's see. Ryan Christie. Hey. Yeah. Somehow they kept McTominay at bay. But yeah, so they just play a bunch of really tough midfielders. And yeah, I guess Bacchusatis, they think you can just roll right in there. So um, it's Wilson said, just picked up my hook. Picked up Hoyland for my United collection. See, it's perfect. Perfect timing. Good timing. Um, is Hoyland nailed to start for Denmark? I know he is probably like their biggest profile forwards, but has he been actually starting for them? Um, I suppose he's expected to if he's so highly rated on the, the pick score, but I just found that a wee bit... Uh, not surprising, but I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. He did not start the last two and just absolutely crushed the ones before that. Um, 
Yeah, he wasn't totally fit when he first went to Man United, so maybe he was a wee bit injured or something. Eh? Yep. Yeah, Jonas Wind got oh, the, hey, big windy. The starts in the uh, in the first two, or excuse me, in the last two over the last break. So, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, maybe they do. They have two in this game week. Keep clicking around here. San Marino's in the midweek. Man, that is such a home against Kazakhstan at San Marino. What do you think, Laird, if they did the the concept of the long-form leaderboard exclusively for the international breaks? I absolutely love it, Quinny. <laughs> you just submit, maybe let you just submit a team and forget about it because you just forget about it. Because <clears throat> see, this week I've got one striker and two goalkeepers, and next week it's the other way around, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. And then just when I seen that there, it was just a wee thought that occurred to me. You love it? I love it. I, I think it's brilliant. And I think so. <laughs> it, I'm almost disappointed in the community for not, and you, for not coming up with this <laughs> That's one of the best so rare ideas I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, really? Now I'm going to be really disappointed when we don't get that all the time. But yeah, if anyone mm. from so rare is listening or watching... That's an idea. Yeah. Four game weeks. That's all it is. It's shorter than the Premier League one that we had. And then, yeah, one lineup. So is that how you do best one ball. lineup or just... or you One lineup. One lineup, best ball. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? That would be really fun. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Maybe it's not perfect. Dan, I can Carl, feel with them. People saying there'll be 5-100s. There'll be... There'll be, there'll be some giant scores, eh? Mm-hmm. That's definitely something to chew over for sure. It's got me excited. <laughs> Just a good idea. Always fun to think about. I, I'm trying to think of a negative. I don't have one. Yeah, I love it. I think it'd be good. I don't even want to talk about the game week anymore. I think that was just the perfect way to end to end today because. Anything else is just not going to be as great as that phenomenal idea that you just came up with. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you could please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to this guy right here. And yeah, let's let's all just collectively as a community tell Sora this is what we want. Yeah. Because they would cheer on Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Cheer on Scotland. And uh, we'll see good things happen when you cheer on Scotland. So thank you, everybody, and good luck this game week.